Welcome my friends to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat Everything about Glasgow's West End My name is Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne And this is episode 35 This is a regular episode where I chat to Pat And she tells me what she's been up to Across the West End and further afield If you're enjoying the podcast, as I've mentioned before, please subscribe. And if you've got any questions you might like, any questions you would like to ask us, you can contact us mainly through Pat's Twitter, which is at Glasgow's West End, or via the old-fashioned email, Jim at GlasgowWestEnd.co.uk and Pat at GlasgowWestEnd.co.uk. Just like previous couple of episodes, I've got one new thing for you. So the last two new things were the uh, weekly West End fact and Jim and Pat's favourite things about the West End. The new thing I've got this week is I'm attempting to make a small kind of what's the word, a musical thing to introduce the fact. I don't know what the hell you call that. Is it an ident? I have no idea. Uh, it's not serious. I just did it first thing I come up with and hopefully it'll give you a small amusing snigger Uh, how could he be so ridiculous anyway let's uh, get to it and ask Pat Pat what have you been up to hello Jim another episode of Jim and Pat's classical western chat hello hello Remembering to speak up. Okay, speak up, speak up. And our new tradition, which is to start with a Glasgow West End fact. What's your West End fact this week? This week's West End fact is the world's last seagoing paddle steamer, the Waverley, was built on the banks of the River Kelvin by A and J Inglis in 1947. It was a replacement for an earlier Waverley which had been sunk at Dunkirk. The new Waverley is still in use and you can take trips down the water throughout the summer. I quite fancy doing that. Yeah, we should do that. I think we did it once before, did we? Yeah, we went on, actually we went on the Waverley a good few years ago down to Greenock when the tall ships we're at Greenock. Oh, right, okay. Remember, they were all there, all the clippers, and it was beautiful. That's right, so was it. Is that the same thing as going down the water on the Waverley? Is it? Yeah, well, I think down the water are sort of all these holiday places down that way. You know, like to Rossi or Dunoon or um, whatever. In my head, that's what's down the water. In the water is the Clyde. So, Greenock's on the Clyde. So right, okay. In Glasgow's upriver, so yeah, I'd put green looking down the water. <laughs> okay, well, so tell me what you've been up to, Pat. What I've been up to? I have been so busy. I've, it's been, actually, it's been great. I, I have really enjoyed this summer a whole lot. It's been it's been really nice having the, the warm weather and I know it got, it's got a bit cooler, but it's, and we've had a wee bit of rain, but most days there's been a bit of brightness. Yeah, it's been a summer. And change. there's been a lot on. 
So um, we went through to Edinburgh to see David Belcher's play. The Pie Man Cometh. The Pie Man Cometh. And I met him today, actually, on by the road. Yeah, I did, yeah. He said thanks for your review. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming along. Well, I I really enjoyed it. Um, So he wrote that play along with um, Brian Jackson, who used to be... Uh, an accountant working with the football clubs that were in trouble so he kind of brought that his experience to the play right. but of course it's absolutely hilarious that explains some of the some of the stuff in the play now that I know that <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's that was the kind of um, what it was um, you know drawn out of but um, I really really enjoyed it um, the, it was it's a nice wee theatre that the Gilded Balloon the Rose Theatre yeah. in in Rose Street and cozy uh-huh. yeah I liked it and um, the I thought I mean it was clever because the, the there was so much happening in it and then the, the cast had different characters and it moved very very fast paced because it's only on for an hour. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. It was good. It was well done. It was very well done. Uh, Frank Miller, um, the director, I absolutely loved. I laughed my head off at um, the one of the um, members of the cast of the cast is Julie Coombs. So she plays lots of parts, and she was yeah. playing the man who was the football manager, and she was doing all the signalling and all the hand gestures. Yeah, I spoke to him about that briefly today, and he said that Julie worked. Enough football club. That's why she knows all that. Right, I see. That's what she, one of the things she brought to the play. Right, was all her experience of working in a football, oh a football club. Oh my heavens, that was hilarious. Yeah. So um, I I tweeted about it, saying that I just loved that. Mm-hmm. It was so so funny, and she said that she's got a new um, gesture, um, in my honour. <laughs> All right, okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is, I hope it's not a rude one. <laughs> it also says it's evolving with each uh, reenactment of it because the, the actors add things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, we, we bumped into David that, that day when yeah. we were through, and his, his wife, Jeanette, and she had said that, she some of that was new. Yeah. That when we saw it, hilarious, absolutely. So Ben was through in Edinburgh at the festival, and... You know they've got an hour to spare that I would absolutely recommend it and then um, we didn't go in because unfortunately I didn't notice it until after we had we had gone for a, a coffee but um, nearby is this social bite which the next time we're through in Edinburgh it, I don't know if it, that it was opened actually I think that no, would be why sure. we missed it but um, we need to try and go there because what a fabulous project in the support and homelessness it's just um, brilliant so it's yeah. also I seen a, a presentation from them in a TED talk about three or four years ago it was a TED talk in Glasgow right. which I went along with uh, Jeremy Weber it was really impressive mm-hmm. it's a great it's a fabulous project so um, it's very very nearby so that was Edinburgh but back in Glasgow of course Glasgow is absolutely jumping at the moment I mean it's um it's just as a clash of festivals with, with the European Championships and um, it's on in Glasgow and in Berlin maybe we'll go to Berlin but um, and then they've got the Cultural Festival running alongside Festival 2018 
and then we're now in the Merchant City Festival as well. So, and and we had a good time. We went along to the see the cyclists at the yeah, road race. That's right. What day was that? That was on Saturday, last Saturday. No, that was the women's road race. Oh no, well, that was the Sunday actually. It was right. the Sunday and the 5th. Yeah, that was the women's road race. And, um, I've seen a wee bit of the men's, what's it called? It? The timed one. Time trial today. We don't buy a road yeah. and doing great with it. I mean, it was, uh, all the roads were shut, of course, and mm. a bit of traffic chaos, but. Uh, I know. I'm trying to fine. figure out. People are so crabbit, aren't they? I mean, it was hilarious actually when we were in. We, we went to the. Um, we sorted by our road on the Sunday, the women's road race. Then we got the underground. There was no point in taking the car because of the road situation. So we got the underground into Buchanan Street. Then at Mel- Nelson Mandela Place, we saw them coming around again. So that was good. Then we sat in George Square for a wee while. George Square is fabulous. And I had been down there on the Saturday as well. It's great because there's there's a lot of entertainment yeah, going and on. Stalls and big um, screens. I mean, very, very varied. Mm. And um, then the big, huge screen yeah. that you can see. And then, of course, they're broadcasting from there. Yeah, so you can see the people from the telly up in the wee glass mm. box. And it looks great when you're watching the telly having the um, George Square in the yeah, background. That's right. No, no it's, it's good, but... Um, and then we walked down into Merchant City and caught some of the festival, all the street performers and whatnot. Then when we got back down to Girl Street, we saw the racers again. Yeah. And a woman who was absolutely beside herself because she couldn't cross the road yeah. and you know nobody could cross the road no, because well there were a few cyclists that were a bit behind everyone else I mean fair play to them doing it at all but you've got to wait till the, the, the Vulcan back passed and she could not um, she just could not be yeah, quiet one of the wee marshals it was a young girl and she had her crying at one point. Oh, sorry. I know. Then the police came. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was an incident. I mean, it's a bit of... I'm trying to get to my class tonight. I'm starting back my rent class tonight. And every time I figure out how we can get there, you say to me, oh, no, that road is close too. Well, it might all be open by this time. I mean, no, no, uh, it's till trial. 10 o'clock tonight. Oh, is it? Right, OK. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we might need to... We might need to get into the city and, and back, back out. Yeah. But, I mean, you can always figure out a way. Actually, I think when you're driving along, there's big yellow diversion signs anyway. Well, the, 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 the signs weren't good know. today. There was no <laughs> diversion sign. When <laughs> I went up the Western Road, there was no diversion sign telling you where to go. You just got to the end and you couldn't go any further and you just had to figure out that you had to go right. There was no other options. But, I mean, there was no signs telling you. Right. So you thought, well, I'll be doing the, Bar- the Barn Road, but you're doing the Barn Road and that's also closed. Mm-hmm. And you think, okay, can't well, get the I think we'll go down Crow Road onto the, the um, motorway, the motorway yeah, I mean, and back round through. It might, I mean, it's going to take a bit longer, but I mean, at the end of the day, everybody's been warned. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could have looked at this, I could have looked at it certainly before today and tried to figure it out. Yeah. Everybody knows it's happening, and it's brilliant that it and is David happening. David Belcher can get some more on tape because none of them were delivered because none of the Paper trucks could get to his local newspaper shop. 
Well, it's just like living in Shetland and the weather's bad and the, the, the helicopter can't land. <laughs> so anyway, um, I think it's been fantastic. And I loved what I mean, I've loved watching some of the events on television. The um today they had the I, I couldn't think of the name. I was I was calling it wild swimming, but it's um like the open swimming open you know, open water. Uh I was thinking is it wild swimming? But it was at Loch Lomond. I mean, it just looked fantastic. You know, it was absolutely beautiful. It must be freezing right enough. Yeah, I don't fancy it personally, but... Uh, no, I think it's been great. I wish they would have it every weekend. <laughs> and Ryan and John and I are going to the BMX Championships on Friday. OK, so. Uh, I mean, I, I thought they would have been so enthusiastic, but it turns out that I'm... You're the only one that's enthusiastic. <laughs> I'm <laughs> more enthusiastic, mm, okay. um, but it'll be great. So, um, also, um, the Course Merchant City Festival, another fabulous programme, and um, this weekend coming up is the um, Seven Song Club weekend oh, right, okay. down the Parnas Street. Now, that's Warren, the Starry Sky, yeah, that yeah. organises that. Yeah. Remember you played last yeah, year at the front gate. Yeah, I mean, he he really it does. It's great what he's doing. Good mus- musician himself. I, I, maybe we'll manage down to that. Mm-hmm. So, but, but that's on both um, Saturday and Sunday. Okay. But there's and it's free. I mean, these things are free. It's fantastic. So um, yeah, that'll be that'll be good. So. What else did I do? Oh, what else did I do? Right, I forgot. I'm as a wee, I'm a wee into the future now. Um, okay, I went to um, UC Bay. I met an old friend, actually, um, Marie, that I worked beside in Clyde Bank years ago. And I haven't seen her for years and years and years. But we kind of sort of um, come across each other on Facebook. So um, I sort of decided we would um, meet up. So... Where would we go other than Yazibi, which is just one of the most fabulous places in the West End? So that will be my shout out for. That's your favourite West End place? Uh, Our favourite sort of West End thing for this uh, week? My favourite West End thing for this week is Yazibi. They've got. Remember, we went for brunch. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a fabulous place. I just loved it. I love... The people, people that own it are nice. The people that own it, Giovanna and Eddie, brother and sister, they're so nice and so welcoming. It's got a great atmosphere. It's in a great spot, Corner Park Road and Gibson Street. And um, the menu, the menu, they keep changing the menu too, so y- y- there's always new things. But I like that way of eating, you know, where you get the small plates. Mm-hmm. And um, or sharing a board or whatever. It's very convivial. It's a very nice way way to eat. And very European. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's. Anyway, um, I went along yesterday, and um, it it was lovely. I had um, cured m- mackerel salad. It was gorgeous. It was absolutely, and it looks so lovely um, when it appears before you. <laughs> Sounds nice, although I wouldn't eat it myself, but it sounds nice for you. It was lovely. But the, um, and when we had brunch, it was something that was absolutely sensational. They make their own ricotta. 
their own ricotta cheese. Oh, right, okay. I've never tasted anything like it. Right. And um, this kind of special honey. Oh, my God. It was ambrosia. It was the food of the gods. Anyway, Eusebi is fabulous. I actually interviewed um, Giovanna Eusebi on one of the podcasts. Yeah, sure, you can look back and find that. A couple of months ago. Yeah, it is, but it is absolutely. So the other smashing thing. Well, I'll tell you my favourite thing before we move on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's your favourite You tell me your favourite thing. Well, for this week, I'm nominating my favourite West End place as Glasgow University because I'm in there quite a lot. You've got the cloisters, which are obviously impressive, and it's always lit up in the winter. But they've got a couple of greens within the building, you know, like, uh, I don't know what you call them. What would you say that was? Is it Professor Square? Well, you get Professor yeah, Square, yeah. but within the actual sort of big building itself, there's the quadrangles. A quadrangles, there's a couple of quadrangles. And in a summer's day, what is it? You're rubbing your leg, making mm-hmm. a noise. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. I'll not rub my leg. Okay, and in a summer's day, <laughs> it's a lovely place to sit. It is. So when you're so when you're working and you take a wee break because you know how hard that work part. Never doing anything other than working. And I take a walk through the university, sit in one of those seats, and uh, the bells are ringing. And uh, particularly nice when the students are graduating and all the yeah. parents are there and they're all dressed up to the nines and they're all proud, parents mm-hmm. are all proud of the students mm-hmm. and they're all happy. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there on a nice sunny day. Mm-hmm. I've got a great affection for Glasgow. Yeah. I think yeah. all so that's my favourite West End place this, yeah. this week. I mean, to drive along University Avenue is an absolute treat. Yeah. You know, because the university on one side and then the, um, what's the um, memorial church? On the other, um, what is it, Buchanan? What is it? Um, <coughs> Wellington. Wellington. Wellington is gorgeous. Yeah. You took a fabulous photograph of that not long ago. Well, it's quite interesting as well when you're in the university in the summer, uh, particularly in the last few years when there's been an increase in uh, tourists, because you get all the tourists, uh, they're in kind of Harry Potter mode, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're all completely. Amazed, thinking they're in some kind of Harry Potter movie. Yeah. I, I was going to say I'm probably the only person, but you're probably the other person that's never seen the Harry Potter no, movie I don't, I don't or read a Harry Potter yeah. book. That's how you can tell. I always just think it's for kids, but yeah. um, certainly, um, you know, it's the, the sort of gothic idea of the, yeah, the right. university's attraction. It's also nice, right at the very front of the university, looking down over Kelvin Grove. Yeah. And it's a nice walk yeah, up so from there. there. So it's a nice walk up yeah. from Dum- Dumbarton Road yeah. up um, over the river and and up. That's lo- it's lovely. It's a nice kind of wee road that sweeps round in front, yeah, just right. under the university. Yeah, down towards Dumbarton Road. And those two old cottages, the, yeah. the sunlight cottages that's or right, something. Yeah, that's right. Nice buildings. remembered. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right, so you're hanging out in the university, Jim, okay. Yeah, again. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of input opportunities. So the other thing that I was very happy about was um, not really to do with the West End, a kind of personal thing, but I was really um, wanting during the summer to catch up with a lot of people, you know, with my um, family. 
So I got down to see to Dumbarton to see one of my cousins, which was fabulous. So I enjoyed seeing Jean and John so much. And then I also had the girls up here. But the girls, I mean my nieces and my great nieces. And then I always spoke about the girls. But now, of course, we've got two wee boys as well. They came along a bit later and we've got um, wee Patrick and also my great, great nephew, Jacob, who's mm. absolutely adorable. And then over and above that, I managed to get the girls that Val came from Dunoon with her two wee ones. So also saw Kayla and Ashlyn. So I'm really, really happy to have seen them because once they go back to school, you know, it's their weekends are pretty caught up and then they're busy, busy. So it was great. And I, I love seeing them. It was fantastic. So I was very happy about that. OK, well, <laughs> what about... Uh we put out the Greg Hemphill podcast on Thursday, which yeah. was a big hit. Uh-huh. Oh, was uh, it? Oh, good. I thought it was absolutely hilarious, personally. I, I really enjoyed listening to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fabulous. Yes, it's great. Is, is, I mean, I could, have, I could speak to him. I could have spent the whole day chatting to him. You know, he's the most enthusiastic person. Um, he's very sort of bright, very intelligent, and, of course, he's comical. Yeah. So... If anybody's not heard it, they really need to go and listen to it. It's a cracker. You know, it's like a... It's not just him, it's funny, it's you, it's funny. <laughs> it's just a great, of course, great I'm conversation. I'm not, mean, I'm not meaning to be funny, that's no. just uh, an unfortunate treat. <laughs> no. Check that out, anyway. Yeah, that, that, that was good, I'm, and I'm glad you could hear it kind of okay, because, of course, I had my usual technical blips. Yeah. But it was, it was fine. And you've got a few things. Your writing class is starting back, and you tell me you're thinking of. Yeah, there you tell me you're thinking of joining up for a script writing class. Is that um, right? You know me. I just saw that today. Um, it was somebody actually that followed me on Twitter, and um, I can't remember his first name. I think it might be Martin Brocklebank. It's, it's M J Brocklebank, and he teaches script writing. Of course, I'm going to my starting my writing class back tonight. Just my sort of, you know, um, short story novel writing, which I've been going to for years now, off and on, and I enjoy that so much. That's with Alan McMoneagle, at the Open Centre for Open Studies at the uni. Um, but then I saw this script writing class that's starting introduction to script writing. I thought I would love that. That's in Anislan College. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I don't know that I could manage two nights, you know, in the week going to night classes. Well, maybe it'll run, maybe it repeats. You can. I'll have a wee. I'll have a wee think about it. Um, I'm so I'm so chasing my tail all the time. But anyway, I would I would like to. People people should go to these things. They're they're so enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, if you're the sort of person that finds those so enjoyable because you're a writer, I suppose there's plenty of writers. But people like to, um, that have never written them before, like to try things out. Yeah. I'm sure there's loads of people with masses of talent and they've just not actually had the time to have a go or, 
you know, people that are newly retired and want to try yeah. something yeah, different. I'm all, I'm all for it. Yeah, no, I think it's. Um, I think it's a good idea. While while we're talking about classes, I'll just mention something. This is in Broomhill Sports Club. They're they're um, always coming up with new um, new things, and they've got they're starting up a girls football. Right. So that will be a new session starting. It's up on my website at Broomhill Sports Club. Okay. You'll find it on you'll find that one on the internet. Yeah, I think it's more and more popular uh, girls football. It's, it's it definitely is. I think that, that um, the English team have done so well yeah. with the um, women's English. It was big in Canada, even when we used to go to Canada. So it was yeah, but we used to see the girls playing a lot in Canada, that's true. The other thing <clears throat> that's fantastic is that Ireland women's hockey team are through to the final. Right, I can't remember who it is they're playing. What, in the Euro? Euro n- n- what is that? No, it's not. How can that? That's not the Euro because um, I think it's the World Championship right, or something. Okay. But anyway, they're through. The, and they, were the, they were the lowest. You know, they were considered the, the lowest ranked right, okay. uh, Irish women's hockey and now the they're in the final. I don't, I'll need to find out when that is because I'll watch that and I'd love that. Good, good. Okay, so... Is that your, is that your lot? Well, I'm lot. going tomorrow. I'm going to Sunny and Vito's right, to okay. um, meet a couple of friends. I love Sunny and Vito's as, as well. Um, Mario and Anne Marie. You know they used to um, have the small place in Otago Street, and then they've this is the cafe, of course. The cafe yeah. expanded, and um, it's really it's in Park Road too. I really like it. They've done so well. Very lovely yeah, sandwiches. It's a lovely, it's a, and fabulous coffee, mm-hmm. lovely sandwiches. So I'm going there um, tomorrow and um, the BMX Championship is on Friday. Yeah, I film life, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I do all the housework during the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, just one thing I think, I'm sure there's a million things happen, but. For now, I'll just mention that uh, I recorded a podcast uh, a couple of days ago, which was IndyCar Gordon Ross, and uh, I think you might, if you in your head you're trying to imagine what Gordon's background is, you're a million miles away from it. <laughs> it's, it's completely, I know, it's a completely fascinating character, and you should definitely listen to that podcast when it comes up. You know, mm. I'm not giving anything away, but it's. Yeah. Uh, no, I I I, mm-hmm. um, I listened to a bit of it and I was absolutely amazed. Yeah. No. The things he's done in his life is amazing. He's a smart guy. Yes. Uh, so now he's a right now he's a driving instructor and he's incredibly popular. Uh, a vlogging video blogging channel <laughs> called Indica where he. Mm-hmm vlogs about indep- in, uh, Scottish independence mm-hmm. and he's got a huge audience so I know he's done great check it out mm-hmm. I've got a few um, podcasts lined up Jim right. um, which I'm really happy about I'm going to um, be talking to Luca Manning right uh, Luca um, if you remember from the wee boy yeah, yeah. downstairs from us his mum's Lala his grand's Anita Manning but Luca is um, doing so well he's a jazz singer now 
So um, I'm looking forward to hearing hearing all about yeah. that. Yeah. So Luca's coming along. I'm going to be meeting with Chisa Talbot. Chisa's a, a writer. She also works in BBC in the radio. She's the weather and different things on the radio. She's um, she's great. I've met her before. Um, promoting her books but she's got fabulous personality and um, so I'll catch up with Teresa and the other person I'm going to be meeting is Basha Palka so I I should have met Basha actually but we had to reschedule reschedule so so I've got those lines up lined up for podcasts okay I think that's all for now but Okay, Jim. So thanks very much. Thank you very much. And thanks to all our listeners. Okay. Bye for now. Bye for now. That's the end of another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you enjoyed my wee musical interlude to introduce the West End fact. If you've got anything to say about it, as long as it's positive, get in touch. And... uh, Why not give us five stars on the iTunes or wherever it is you happen to be listening? Bye for now.